gonna do it. All right, I believe in you, Dan. Uh, welcome, all right. <laughs> welcome everybody to episode number twenty-six <laughs> of Random Draw, a board game podcast. Uh, I am your host, Daniel Mann. With me, as always, Mark Belial. Heyo. And Dave Hubbard. Uh, that's me. So this is a this is a very interesting podcast because we're doing this remotely. Yeah. We are each in our own homes because we haven't seen each other. Because I don't know if you know this, if you've perhaps been living in a cave for the past several months, and this is your first source of news. Good on you. And also <laughs> podcasts. You by, still the way, podcasts? <laughs> by the way, you should be covering your <laughs> yeah. face right now. If this is your first source of news coming out of exile, I, I mean, I don't know what kind of life you're leading. It's so weird. I want it, But though. hey, welcome. <laughs> welcome and stay six feet away from everybody. Yeah. yeah. Cover <laughs> that face. Don't come near me. Hey, don't uh, come near me. Wash your filthy paws. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't touch your face or eyes which i turns out i do non-stop oh yeah yeah you know that's one of the things i've noticed working like my job i work remotely and so we're doing a lot of like zoom meetings and whatnot man you look around and, and you can almost always find someone on that screen touching their face and half the time it's me yeah well that's what that's what my wife's a nurse and she said when this all first started i was still going to work all the time and she goes well just make sure you don't touch your face it's like i don't touch my face i'm not a child and then throughout the day all i did was touch my face i couldn't <laughs> yeah. stop touching my face it's, i loved it yeah you don't know how much you do it until you're not allowed to do it anymore when you have a camera on your face too then <laughs> you see yourself touching your face oh yeah i was yeah. watching me touch my face so at the end of every day uh, i like to wash my hands like really well like 45 seconds well and then i'll wash my little face oh. and then i'll light some candles around the house and i'll put on some like real okay. soft music like to set the mood yes yeah, and then i'll sit i'll sit back in my <laughs> i'll sit back in my recliner and then i'll just spend like 45 minutes just rubbing my face so hard it feels just so give yourself good a 45 minute face massage oh my god yeah well you know i you know i work in that hospital and i'm i'm deathly afraid to touch anything attached to me ever uh, yeah I, that makes sense i, I can't stop picturing a 45 minute face massage oh it feels best. so good it's like the best way to end the day every single time uh, i guess i guess that's something now i've learned a lot about you yeah guys what kind touch of music your are face. you playing like bob seeger no man just like some barry white you know something that says i really love myself <laughs> nope now it's got weirder <laughs> yeah whoa well, what's weird minute. about barry white it's sexy it's it's good man like you gotta listen it's sexy the first... for a couple it's like the... a couple sexy thing yeah i got two hands There's there's two hands in that room. <laughs> so oh, man, we played some know. games before this all started. <laughs> yeah, so before 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 Mark's face touching sessions, we played a bunch of games. And uh, we actually we got lucky because we had a, a backlog of games that we had been playing, and now we're going to talk about them. That's what we're going to do. We actually tried to record a podcast a couple weeks ago, and it didn't go well. So this one's going to nope, be better. I, I started it went, editing it, and then I simply deleted it and said, guys, we got to do that again. It went, That's, I would say, about as well as we could have expected. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. If you've ever met us, that was like pretty high quality <laughs> podcasting. <laughs> All right, so where let's start. Believe this or not, uh, Dave had a birthday once upon a time. I did. It seems like so long ago. I actually was very lucky. My birthday snuck in right before this all started, and I got yep. to like have people over and hang out with my friends, and it was it was a good time. Yeah, yeah. you could have actually started this. This could all be your fault. Uh, you know what? I'm not against that idea. <laughs> yep. Typhoid so, Hubbard. <laughs> so, so sometimes when we uh, get presents and people know we're gamers – 
they go, oh, I'll buy them a board game. They'll love it. And then they'll buy us yeah. some generic board game that, that is mass produced and just terrible. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of hit or miss. So Dave actually got uh, a board game called Mission X Code. Yeah. Yeah. And this was from a friend of mine who was in exactly that situation. She knows I love board games and she's like, hey, I saw this. I hope it's something you'd be into. And I will freely admit my first thought was, ugh, we'll see how this goes. And that's terrible. That And, of course, in person I was very polite and everything. And I sincerely am very thankful. Like, that is cool to have someone take an interest in your life and then try to buy you a gift that's in that interest. But sometimes it's like, you know when you ask your grandparents for something and then they buy you, like, a completely different thing? Uh, yeah. <laughs> sometimes it's you feel a little like that where you just have to smile and nod and say thank you. This game was actually good. It was totally up our alley. It was a good time. Yeah, so um, Mission Xcode. It's a cooperative game, and as you've heard, <laughs> if you've uh, heard any more than one of our podcasts, we are always into those. The premise of this game is we're trying to hack into a thing. I don't really yeah. know what we're trying to hack into, come to think it of it. It was like an anomalous, phones, like, hey, hack into this Yeah, we have to hack thing. the world. Hack we're, into this. We're, we're Angelina we're, Jolie in Hackers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're trying to take down the 5G networks because they caused this problem, right? Obviously, <laughs> that's where this came. Oh, boy. Yeah. Obviously. I, you know, oh. I, 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 no. No, I'm not going to let that happen, Dave. I'm sorry. You can't say the 5G caused Ridicus. coronavirus. It, it caused didn't. everything. It's a virus. <laughs> it, it caused my bills. It I have some knee pain sometimes that cause that. Yeah, 5G. but I do enjoy conspiracy theories. Every time I don't win the lottery, also 5G's fault. <laughs> yeah, Let's I, just blame it for everything. So every time I read a conspiracy theory, all I can think of is like, should I believe in something? Because I just take everything for granted. <laughs> like, yeah, I like, like that concept. Should I believe in something? Yeah, like I hear all the news and I'm like, wow, that sucks. Like that stuff all happened. And then I read all these conspiracy theories and I think maybe I should think something. Yeah, I no, should have some sort I, of opinion. Don't believe in anything, Dan. That's that I think is the the major lesson that we've learned lately. That's the complete opposite of what I'm doing right now. Right now I'm believing. <laughs> yeah, I I'm really into uh, most of the government is lizard people so i'm gonna (laughs) decide that that that's the information we were hacking in this game we were trying to find out we were trying to uncover the the lizard conspiracy exactly and that is now canon despite what the game rules may or may not say so (laughs) you're the the way that you hack got yourself a lizard game now So the way this game functions, uh, all of you have a hand of cards. The hand limit changes because it's a series of missions. And so there's like four levels and then each level you add new cards to the deck and it gives you different like wrinkles. The wrinkles all make it more difficult to solve the puzzle that is the hacking. So the the hacking itself, you have a board. It looks exactly like a, a phone board. So like the numbers one like through nine keyboard. and then, uh-huh. yeah, and then like the hashtag and or number sign depending on how old you are. And the the, the, uh, star symbol. So (laughs) the hand of cards you have has all of those in it. And you're trying to get in the beginning sets of three and then some of them sets of four. And whenever you get that set, you place it on that number. And once you fill the entire board, you have hacked it. Every single one of these challenges involves the code being the same. (laughs) You have to press every number and both symbols in any order you want. That is... (laughs) 
That's how codes work. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. That's it's a very secure system that they've designed <laughs> that we have to hack into. We use um, uh, we use a similar <laughs> security for everybody's healthcare records at the hospital. <laughs> that seems seems right to me. It's very safe. Some of the much later missions actually make you do them in like random order uh, with different cards <laughs> that they put into the deck. But the crux of the game is you're passing these cards and trying to get your friends and yourself to have sets. The wrinkle is. All of these cards have either left arrow or right arrow on them, and you can only pass them in that direction. And you can never pass a card. You have to trade for another card. So you're constantly like, Dan would say, hey, I I need one more three. And I'd be like, oh, I have a three, but I have to pass it to Amber, who passes it to Mark, who passes it to Kira, who passes it to Dan, <laughs> so that right. I can get it to Dan, because it only goes to the right and not the left. It's not very right. efficient, is what we're getting at. Like, all of this hacking you'd think well, would be more user-friendly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but there has to be a wrinkle in the game. And so that's the biggest wrinkle. And then, of course, there's a timer going. It comes with a little sand timer. So you're also against the clock. We never lost. We played probably eight or nine missions, um, and we yeah. never lost. There's also ways to uh, get timer cards, and then if you play a set of them, you can flip the timer over, but the sand can never stop running, so it's not like it can run out and you flip it over. Right. But, it um, turns out we're the world's greatest hackers. Yeah, I, I, I gotta be honest, guys. I might be the best hacker in the world. Yes. Yeah, we're like... We're like Russian hackers, and that game was the 2016 election. Nailed it. That is yeah. the. That I'll is make the... these votes say whatever. <laughs> that was the appropriate thing to say. You guys ever see that movie Kung Fury? Uh, oh, I yeah. love Kung Fury. Yeah, we are Hacker Man. <laughs> mm-hmm. The power of love uh, and everything. Yeah, we're like oh, the best I, in the world. I, I love it. I love it. it. It really was a fun game. I won't say that it was the best game ever. I've definitely played co-ops I enjoyed more. When it comes to barrier to entry, the game had very few rules and was very easy to teach. Dan's what? Kira's seven. She's eight now. Oh, that's she had right. a birthday. She just had a birthday. I forgot about you that. Watch yeah, she it, had a birthday. She's seven at the time. Quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> you watch it, David. Get her age right. She'll call you out on that next time yeah. she sees us. Oh, she, she will. She absolutely will. You'll be the <laughs> hillbilly this she time. She played with us, and she did not have a problem. Like she was involved in the game with us. So uh, it really is not hard to teach. I had fun. Like it was enough where we kept it going, and because the time to play each round was only a couple of minutes, it was very easy to go. Well, let's play one more. Well, let's play one more yeah i mean it was a really quick game and it was it was surprising because this game looks so stinking generic (laughs) like the from the box art to this lame name to everything about it like the quality of the components is fine the card stock's fine the timer's good Mm -hmm. the board's good everything's fine the game's fine but the gameplay is actually better than it looks. And it's not world-breaking. It's not my favorite game of all time. But it was a good game, especially from someone that doesn't know anything about board games. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Uh, it, it was a very solid purchase. Shout out to Bridget. She uh, she nailed it. What up, Bridget? You get the official random draw <laughs> shout-out of the evening. <laughs> oh, man. Well, if that was a so thing. I wish we had some air horn. Meow, meow, meow. So Bridget's a bartender, so she's just spending a lot of time at home right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she might as well listen. Nobody yeah. else. Is. Yeah, she... <laughs> Everybody else just listen. You're not doing anything. Yeah. <laughs> I know what's going on. So let's uh, let's give this game a ranking. So our ranking scale is from 1 to 10, but you can't use 7 because we feel 7 is kind of a cop-out. Forces you to choose good game or average game. So, uh, Mark, how many hacker codes would you give mission x code <laughs> out of 10 hacker codes Man. which is the best amount of hacker codes it's, it's tough you guys are really putting me on the spot first thing in the first thing in the episode um That's i'm fine. gonna give uh, mission x code 
a eight, an eight out of Whoa. ten. Yeah, Ooh. I liked I liked it quite a bit. I can't remember what you I gave it in the did. last episode we did. I want to say it was like a six I, or an eight. <laughs> yeah, it was not an eight. I can tell you that much. Oh, yeah, was it? Really, no, I think it might have been actually. Really, it's really grown on you. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. you gave it a ten. I've, I've I think had, last time it was a perfect. Game. I've I think had you a lot of time this like your favorite game of all time. Lately. Yeah, no, I don't think that's the case at all. I think you said root is okay. But uh-huh. Mission X Code is the numero uno. Yeah, I think that sounds exactly <laughs> like the kind of thing I would say, honestly. Yeah, there's, uh, there's a lot to like here. It's very breezy. It's very uh, fast-paced. Uh, it's perfect for, like for people who aren't like super uh, super into games. Uh, I could picture this being a great intro cooperative game. And yeah, mm-hmm. there's got to be you can say something about the simplicity of everything. Uh, I think it's pretty attractive, mm-hmm. and then plus, I mean, it's got all the extra decks too. It has like a ton of re- replayability. Oh yeah, we never played the same scenario twice, and we played uh, about half the scenarios in the game. And there was more to go, right? Yeah, there were two more decks we didn't even end up opening. Didn't even look at them. Uh, didn't let's... even sniff those decks. <laughs> I don't, I don't <laughs> smell cards. I do. That's uh, how you know. Here. That's how you find so... out. Welcome home smells bad. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. So I will give Mission X Code out of 10 not using 7 hacker codes. I will give it a 6. I like this game. If we never played it again, I would be fine with it. But then if someone said I want to try that game, I would also be fine with it. I'm fine with this game in general. I'm mm-hmm. fine with it existing. Okay. That's yeah, fair. Yeah, I, like uh, I got to go with – I think I got to go with Dan on that one. I, I got to go with 6 as well. It is above average. It is It is fun. It is definitely an enjoyable time. Uh, it is quick to play. It is good, but is it the greatest game ever? No. But would I play it again if, if Mark was like, man, I really like this game, guys. Let's pull it out. Because <laughs> yeah, he seems absolutely. to love it. We now play my favorite game of all time, Mission X Code. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. New- <laughs> Again, Mark. Come on, <laughs> guys. It's I'm. It's, sorry. It's all I want to play right now. It's just. It's just who I am now. I'm an Xcode guy. Yeah. Tell me everything. <laughs> nope, about that's it. Dan. <laughs> <laughs> we also played another card game. Uh, Dan. Uh, not, oh, oh wait, wait, wait. Not oh, wait. to cut you off. Did you want oh, yeah. me to do the? Uh, oh my gosh. Yeah. The thing. That's fine. Tell me all about. Yeah. Tell me all about Mission Xcode. Oh well, guys. Uh, Mission Xcode was published <laughs> in 2018 by Amigo Games. Uh, it was designed without by... any prompting. Yeah, with, with no prompting, <laughs> I'd like to just inform you that uh, Mission X Code was published in 2018 by Amigo Games. It was designed by Casper Lap and features art uh, by Barbara Spelger. Oh, 2018. I didn't realize that game was so new. Yeah, it's got that new, yeah, pretty it's got new, that game. new game smell. You guys didn't smell the cards. I don't smell mm. the games. You should always smell the games, Dan. Except, except for Welcome to, because it smells so weird. <laughs> yeah, I only smelled <laughs> just the... Just the pages. Here's a fun welcome tip to for everybody. Doesn't smell oh. bad. It's just challenging, Dave. Yeah, you. Everybody, <laughs> open their welcome to box. If you on the game, welcome to open it up and just smell the paper in it. Yeah, we'll wait for you. Go ahead and do it. You hit pause. We played another game uh, several weeks ago now, like a month ago, but it is called Hanabi. And Hanabi, I learned this week, is actually Japanese word for firework. Turns oh, out. oh, yeah. I can um, that's so thematic. That makes so much yeah, sense. It does. So in, in Hanabi, you're, you are fireworks creators? I don't know what you would we're call that. We're the crew. We're the crew setting up and preparing a fireworks show. Yeah, we're the fireworks Yeah, we're like stagehands. <laughs> <laughs> we smell you know the fireworks. We put yeah, them in our mouth, but fireworks. we always spit them out. You never... You well, don't, you don't want to swallow fireworks. I mean, how oh, no. uncouth is that? You don't swallow fireworks. Everyone knows that. Come yeah, on. what are you going to get drunk, it, drunk at work? <laughs> and then at the end of the day, you light the spittoon on fire. You see what color it is. Yeah, yeah. that's what's up. So clearly, sommelier was the right word for this. I'm a wordsmith. I I know I know words. <laughs> uh yeah, so in Hanabi, 
you are a fireworks sommelier. You <laughs> you have a hand of cards, but the caveat to this game is your hand of cards has to face out. So all you're seeing is the back of the cards and everyone else can see your hand. So this is the most unique thing in almost any game I've ever played. Like I I cannot name another game that is the mind trip where you like go to draw a card and you can't like you have to every time very much keep in the front of your mind that you pick up that card and put it facing away from you. Like yeah. for how many years have we played games and it is drilled into your head that you secretly pick a card and then you put it in your hand where no one else can see it. And this game is the dead opposite. Yeah, it's a, it's so weird. And there's been there's times where you just pick it up and look at it and you're like, oh, no, I can't look at it. You have to turn it around and pick up a new card or something yeah that, that's it, it always so confusing. embarrassing because you feel like a child you know I, I i did it and i felt so bad because it, it, i feel like it was something valuable too it was like a five yeah, i think we all silly. did it at some point i can't even say that that's a criticism of this game because that's just like conditioning it, it is gamer conditioning for years it's a criticism it's a criticism of my brain function like i yeah. can't yeah. for yeah. one <laughs> moment not look at a card it's 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 your pavlovian <laughs> response to getting new and information is you have to know oh, what I'm that so excited is. about it yeah i just have to look at it but it's also a lot of fun to like look around the table and realize i know every single person's card and i don't know mine but they do yeah. like it's such a weird thing it's a fun it is it's weird. a fun mechanic so the point of this game is there's five colors in the deck and each um deck goes one to five numbers one to five so you're trying to put five decks face up in front of you in ascending order, one to five. And you do that by giving information. So on your turn, you can tell somebody some information or you can play a card. And that's the only thing you can do on your turn. So as it goes around, you're giving this information or you're playing cards or discarding cards. It, it's so hard. It sounds such like such a simple concept, but it's so hard. Well, and part of the wrinkle is that you can't just give someone information willy-nilly. So you right. have to spend information tokens to be allowed yeah. to give yeah, a yeah. piece of information. And then you can only give two pieces of information. You can either tell them the number of a card and or all of the same numbers. So like if I have two threes in my hand, then you would point at my hand and show me like these are both threes. I don't know what color they are, but I know they're yeah. both threes. Right. Or you I can tell me instantly. these. Yeah. Or you can <laughs> tell me like these cards are all red and then I know my red cards. But that's it. Like you can't say anything else. And so it's really tough because you're giving information. But then you're also spending these tokens, and the only way to get them back is to discard a card as your action on your turn to give some future player the opportunity to give out a piece of information with that token. But yes. that, that leads to times, oftentimes, where you're just blindly discarding cards because you it's don't know what anything in your hand is. Yeah, you just and have to take a risk. And the and the problem so is there's only... Right. Yeah, because there's only five, the number five, the card with the number five on it, there's only one for each color. Yeah, and so you're trying to put these, col these uh, cards in order one to five by color, face right. up in decks in front of everyone. That's... So what the other action you can take on your turn is to play a card, and so you'll play it, and then it has to be able to go into one of those decks. So it has to be the next number in the sequence and the correct color to go into one of those decks. Otherwise, the fuse burns down. <laughs> You're just standing next to this pile of fireworks like some sort of idiot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this fuse burning down. And if the fuse burns down to the end, it explodes and you all lose. 
You, you just yeah. you just all lose because because I assume you're dead. I assume yeah. that's you or you missing uh, multiple limbs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or like that football guy that blew off his hand. It's it's like that. Are excellent, you talking about JPP, Jason reference. Pierre-Paul? He well done, is. Dave. Oh my god. I'm, Good job, Dave. Sports, uh, reference. sports reference. How, Dave? You must have a ton of time on your hands right now because I yeah, never in a million just... years would have thought that you would know the story of Jason Pierre-Paul. That's incredible. Oh man, I'm so good at sports guys. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite I made is that a he reference. Had, my favorite is that he had that injury and then he like tried to keep it on the DL. Like he's like, uh, I can't. Tell yeah, like they weren't gonna my, notice my your fingers. fingers are missing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro, why does your glove look so weird? Yeah, right. I, it's like that now. Yeah, uh, it's only got three fingers now. <laughs> It's Don't fine. worry about it. If it's just like a lineman or something, it probably wouldn't be that big of a deal. I don't, I you should just probably want all, you just should want all your fingers. That's yeah. like the thing. I do like a hundred percent of the fingers that I have. Yeah, you want them all. They're all useful. Yeah, I mean, if preferably you want for sure the thumb and the pinkies. Those are the two that you want out of all of you your know what? fingers. I, I'm with you on thumb mark, but yeah. if there's like if someone came to me, let's say the drug cartel came to me for sure, and number said, one on the bad guy list. Mm-hmm. That'll make that's a reference that'll make sense if you listen to the end of this episode. <laughs> yeah, stay so, tuned. Stay tuned. Let's, <laughs> so let's say that the cartel came to me and they said okay. we're gonna cut off one of your fingers just period because i don't uh-huh. have information yeah. to give them i think we all know that yeah, <laughs> I have yeah. Nothing it wasn't some sort of choice this You're is not just what anything. they were telling you uh-huh yeah they're just they telling were, you but they're not super evil they give me the choice they say dave which of your fingers do you want to lose yeah Oh, I choose one of my pinkies. I for I sure well. go oh, pinky. You would never choose a pinky. That's where all your grip Why? strength comes from. No. It's not true at I all. Disagree. No, 100%. 100%. Like, if you, like, lose your pinky, like, you lose so much of your grip strength. You'd want to lose, like, your I ring dis- finger. I disagree with that. Oh, my God. I'm looking it up right now. So this is why we should do this from home all the time, because I have access to the internet immediately. Yeah, I totally disagree with that. And the reason, there's several reasons I say it, is because one of the main reasons is pull-ups. Like, I could do just as many pull-ups with without my pinkies as I can with anything else. Let's see here. Hold on. I, is is unbelievable. I'm not gripping anything with my pinkies. According to the failing New York Times, <laughs> the pinky, the humble fifth finger, has long been viewed as a decorative accessory, something oh my to gosh. extend daintily from Obviously, you can't do two things on your computer because it turns you into a robot. Yeah, it does. <laughs> okay, so hold on, hold on. I'll just re- I- I've loaded the page now. This okay. is from an occupational therapist who's That's... a certified hand oh, therapist Lord. at the National Rehabilitation <laughs> Hospital in Washington. Quote, you'd lose 50% of your hand strength easily. She explained that while the index and middle fingers function with the thumb in pinching and grabbing, zipping zippers, buttoning buttons, pinky teams up with the ring finger to provide power. I learned this for myself last April when I tripped while jogging and my 132-pound frame crashed on the bone of the base of my right pinky, a bone the width of the pencil. It snapped at the... She sounds like a clumsy idiot. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, you don't want to lose your pinky, I promise you. That's that's like the worst finger to lose. What do you need this grip strength for? What are you doing with your life that you need all this strength in your hands? Shaking hands, baby. The heaviest thing I pick up is my... No, you can't shake hands anymore, Mark. I, that's I st- done. Yeah, that's not a thing. <laughs> I still shake hands. I'm still shaking hands. Like, what can I say? I'm an I'm an addict to shaking hands. The heaviest thing I grip is my cell phone. Oh, you uh, grip, yeah. You, grip you know what? I'm in. And, that. Oh, and I do like I putting my pinky under my cell phone while I'm holding it. You know, so I'm not. It doesn't fall. Yeah. 
I'm it's, just saying. The big like, thing is, what will I put up while I'm drinking my tea? Yeah. You, oh, you're that's a good question. Yeah. How do I show I'm fancy? Yeah. How do you know, you know that what? I know what I'm doing? That was a better argument. Now I'm on a ring finger. <laughs> yeah. You want to lose the ring finger. If there's keep one your, thing I can't stand, it's people not knowing I'm fancy. <laughs> I mean, personally, I, I think middle finger. I mean, I'd look. I'd like to look like a ninja turtle. <laughs> I don't know about the middle. So finger. anyway, he's <laughs> got other too, but... What game are we talking about? I think Hanabi. Hanabi? I think we're talking about Hanabi. Oh, yes. This really got off track. Huh? Yeah, it did. Didn't oh, it? this is what happens when we're quarantined forever and we just start to go a little crazy. <laughs> uh, I guess. I guess let's rate Hanabi so that we could. I don't know. Go on with our life. The last thing I have to say about the function of the game is so it's a co-op game, obviously, but at the end of it, assuming you don't blow up, <laughs> then yeah. um, you score yourself by adding together all of the uh, top cards of all of the different colored decks. So, right. like, we got a three in this deck and a four on this deck and a five on this deck. And then you read in the rule book a uh, little description of how great your fireworks show is based on that number. We yep. had one that was forgettable, which kind of hurt us inside. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, like it's, not in any other way than inside. <laughs> I didn't lose an appendage, but I lost my my heart pinky. Oh boy! Yeah, like my pinky went down. Uh, while drinking my pinky was <laughs> down um and then we had one that it said people would talk about for a few days <laughs> that, yeah. that we're not great at this game is what we're trying to get across to you but it's it so is hard. fun it, it's a lot of it fun. is really hard so there's also another color that's rainbow that you can add and we didn't even play with that so you can make the game no, we don't harder. need that yeah i did like that they i were already like, know in case you want the extra challenge like here's an extra set of cards for you to use no i already knew that i didn't need that extra challenge yeah i i am fully aware of my abilities and they are not uh, high. <laughs> mark why don't you tell us information about hanabi well gentlemen hanabi was published in 2010 by rnr games it was designed by Antoine Bauza, and the art oh, was yeah. done by Antoine cool Bauza, uh, Gerald Gurley, oh. and Albertine Relent. Relenti. Relenti. Gerald oh. Gurley. Yep. And here's one more thing that you don't have written down about this game, Mark. Ooh. Is it that it this won the Skill de Jaras? No. Oh. It's that it was a birthday gift from Andre to me. Oh. Yeah. Why nice. didn't you write that down, Mark? Oh, uh, that's really subjective information I wouldn't have access to. I don't know. I uh, knew you it. You were there. You played it with <laughs> us. <laughs> that's true, but I don't remember it. I mean. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, it also won the Spiel de Jaras in uh, 2013. That was the last little info That's good. tidbit that I had about it. That means it's a game of the year. Game of the year. So yeah. game of the year. Game of uh, so the let's, year. <laughs> let's rate Hanabi and uh, how many missing pinkies out of 10 <laughs> would you <laughs> rate this game? And in this case, and in this case, the more missing pinkies, the better. So how many... <laughs> How many Unlike missing real pinkies life. out of 10? <laughs> Unlike real life. Oh. Uh, how many would you give this out of 10? Not using seven. Let's start with Dave. How many pinkies would you give this? As co-ops go, this uh, solid eight. I, I really enjoy yeah. this game. I have to say the biggest thing that bumps this game up for me is purely the fact that it has such a unique mechanic. Like, we can talk about mechanics all the time, and in fact, we've been you know doing segments of our show dedicated just to mechanics in games. But here's a mechanic we couldn't do an episode about, like a whole topic about, because it's, I've never seen it in another game where you can't look at your only own cards, you only look at someone else's cards. That is such a fun and unique wrinkle. It is yeah. punishing, it is tough, but it is a lot of fun. So yep, solid eight. I would also give it an eight. I really like this game. It is really hard, but that's what you wanted out of a co-op. You don't want a co-op to be easy. 
you want it to be fun and engaging and difficult and this game definitely is again it has that one unique feature where the cards are facing out but it's it's a real like thinker of a game it's a real thinker of a game yeah, yeah. Uh, because people are giving you these clues and you have to try to remember them and also what they're trying to get across other than just the clue it's a really fun interesting puzzle just inside of itself so i think i'm also going to get an eight uh mark how many missing pinkies out of 10 would you give this not using seven Oh man, when it comes to missing pinkies, yeah, give me eight. I give me, I love th- this game was a lot oh, of fun. Uh, make it a clean sweep, baby. Uh, all eights, all eights. I love it. Yeah, the um, I got some like real low key vibes of like the mind while playing this. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, there's a lot of similarities you know between those two games. Yeah, I think. And a lot of it has to do with, like, information that you don't have access to, and then trying to, like, sort of deduce, mm. like, all right, at what point should I be playing these cards? Yeah, I mean, obviously, there's a lot more communication that can happen in this game, but I could easily see how somebody played Hanabi, like, way back, you know, in, like, 20, I don't know, 15 or so, and then was like, oh, let's just, I'm going to take the same, like, sort of gimmick where, like, I don't have access to all of the information, and I'm going to make, like, the mind. Yeah, I can, see, I that. can see that. I don't like to admit when Mark makes a good point, but I think this is... <laughs> Just on principle, I don't want him to get a big head. <laughs> this it is happens. almost one of those times. It happens so rarely that I will take it when I get it. Also, so my cat just another... bit my elbow. Oh my god! <laughs> get out of here! You well, at least it, this... at least it wasn't your pinky. Yeah, <laughs> you wouldn't want to lose that mark. I need, I need uh, that this is what happens when we're not in a studio. Our animals, uh, yeah, are just wild animals rolling around. Oh my! Uh, so awful. another game, another game we played. This was actually a gift from Mark to me, which was very nice. We played Age of War. Age of War from Fantasy Flight Games, I do believe. Uh, let me check my In notes. Age of... Yes. Yes, it was <laughs> yes, Fantasy Flight correct. Games. Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, it's fine. Uh, in Age of War, you are a Japanese general back in the Samurai Age. I'm sure it has a technical oh. term. I don't know it, but that's what I'm going to General go with. Samurai. I believe yeah. the term is Daimyo. Uh, I prefer General I, Samurai. I don't believe the term is Daimyo because no, that is one of the dice faces. Well, what about a Shogun? Is it a Shogun? Shogun. I think that's where we're going. Shogun. Okay. All right. I'll take I'll So take that's Shogun. the point of this game. The point of this game is you're trying to become the shogun of Japan, like the ultimate war leader of Japan. And the way you do this is you conquer these castles, and the castles come in uh, different colors. And if you get sets of castles, no one can take these castles from you. So on the castles, on your turn, you pick a castle, and it will have uh, different combos of dice faces. So the dice faces are um, archery, cavalry, and daimo. Daimyo. Daimyo. Something like that. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so you'll have to roll those things. And this is, this becomes a very Yahtzee-type thing. So you roll the dice, keep which ones you want, roll again, keep which ones you want, roll again. And then if you have the number of faces you, you need, then you conquer that castle. And then it's the next person's turn. If you don't, you don't. Tough luck. Roll better yeah. dice. <laughs> get better at doing yeah, war. Roll better. Choose to get lucky more often. Yeah. yeah. Shake the dice harder <laughs> and or more. You just gotta believe, guys. When you That's first, all it is. so when you first <laughs> were teaching us this game, I thought that it was gonna be a push your luck game, and then yeah. I very quickly realized that's not accurate at all. You just choose a stronghold that you're rolling against, and then you just roll and hope yeah. for the best, and that is all. Like you don't choose to stop. It's not like you can mitigate any dice roll whatsoever. You literally choose something and then keep rolling and then see what happens, and and that is it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not pushing your luck because all you're doing is playing the game. Like that is 
That is it. <laughs> you just roll yeah. these dice. And it goes fast. That's like that's my favorite part of this game is even watching someone roll the dice. Like all they're doing is rolling dice, then it goes to you. And so it happens very quickly. And another thing, if you win a stronghold, someone can choose to take that stronghold from you. And once all the strongholds are gone from the middle of the game board, then uh, the game is over. And each stronghold has a victory point value on it. And then whoever has the most in the game becomes Shogun, and I guess executes the other two, probably, if I know anything oh, yeah. about I think, any movie. I think everyone else obvious... has to commit seppuku. Yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. going to execute you. I'm going to hand you a very sharp, tiny-looking samurai sword, like a letter opener, because um, yeah. I don't like you guys very much. So I would give you a dull letter opener. <laughs> but, I your 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 second, <laughs> but I would be your second. But I would be your second, and I would cut your head off right at the end there. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. I'm not mean. Like, I'm going to end it peacefully I'm not a drug for cartel. you. But I, yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> but first, I'm going to make you butter knife your guts out of the ground. <laughs> I'm not a drug cartel. I'm not evil. Oh, man. I, I so, hear all yeah. these terrible stories about being a second and like how important it was because oh, you yeah. wanted to be a good second and i guess the best seconds like they would like do the fatal chop or whatever and but they wouldn't yeah. completely decapitate you they would like they would leave your head roughly still attached that's a good one um, a good one does that yeah yeah because then they don't dis- desecrate nice. your body by like completely oh, chopping that... your head off but if you're a bad that's second nice sometimes you need more than one whack oh man yeah <laughs> That's a real bummer. Let me me tell you that I would be the worst. I would, because I wouldn't even fully hit your neck. Like, I know what would happen. (laughs) Hit like a shoulder blade. Just a chunk of hair off with the first cut, and then just shoulder blade with the second one. And, like, it would just be so bad. Oh, no, that's not good. You know what? These guys guys probably had huge pinkies. Yeah. Yeah, They they had very strong pinkies. (laughs) Well, you'd have to. Yeah, it's yeah. like power going to come from. Hack- <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I hate you guys so much. I hope I never see any of you again. <laughs> I hope this quarantine lasts forever. So, so even when rolling dice in this game, it's funny because if anyone who's seen me roll dice in real life knows that for some reason I catch the dice on my pinky a lot it's, and it it's looks the real craziest dumb. thing. It's yeah. the craziest thing. It's, it's, it's so, so easy. It. It is, it's so it easy is. to <laughs> The reason it's just so easy to rolls terribly all the time. It's incredible. Yeah, it's it's so easy to just dump dice out oh. of your hand. Like nothing simpler than just turning I'm your hand. So, but no, it's I'm because so your your fingers are all spread out and the yeah. dice like catch. Dave. It's like a plinko machine. Dave, <laughs> it's you like, give him- you know Dave's problem is he gives him the old razzle dazzle on the way down. He's yeah. just like, yeah. I razzle dazzle him. <laughs> just put your fingers together and just turn your hand, and the yeah. dice fall right out. But no, Dave's got you his don't fingers need spread. It bumps around. To roll dice. It's crazy. I love it. I love to watch it. Really. Anyway, <laughs> maybe it. I'm back to anti pinky. Maybe I'm back to if I lost my pinkies, I'd be better at board games. Because like, that's true. I would just be able to roll dice properly. <laughs> because honestly, functionally in a, in our lives, like you're not gonna be hacking at somebody's head you're going to be rolling dice no. yeah <laughs> like, yeah that is sure. going to be the more common thing for you to do yeah like if i'm hacking at someone's head it's probably like in D and i'm rolling a dice to see if i succeed or not right yeah <laughs> yeah you're if you're it. hacking i don't need my real... pinky <laughs> oh, for sure <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> so that's age of war it's not there's not a lot to Age of War. It's a small box yeah, game. Yeah, it's really, and that's, it's really, really light. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say it's very light. If I had to give Age of War score from one to ten, but not using seven, and I was using the scale of I don't know butter knives, I would probably <laughs> give this. 
I would dull give this butter knives. Dull butter knives. I would give this a five. Like I, I don't hate this game, but I think it's a pretty average game. There's no push or luck elements. Like you're just rolling dice. You can pick. There's like the smallest bit of strategy is like you could try to take someone else's castle. But other than that, like then it's just luck of the dice roll. Also, Mark, can you tell us a little more information about this game? Oh, for sure. Age of War was published in 2014 by Fantasy Flight Games. Uh, it was designed by Rainier Canizia, who designed the Lord of the Rings games that we've been kind of discussing over the last few episodes. He's actually been um he's actually designed oh, a ton yeah. of games. Uh, and the art was done by uh, Simon Eckert and Tony Foddy. F O T I. The art Tony is Foddy. fine. Yeah, the art's, the art's, the art's fine. Like yeah, the art the was perfectly part. fine. I was I did like that the dice were uh specialty dice. Yeah, so like, like the dice, dice had yeah. like swords on some sides and a daimyo on some sides and a horse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It's uh I like the custom dice, all the art, all the accoutrement to the game is Ooh. perfectly fine. <laughs> it's just the game itself is, like, okay. Yeah, it, it was kind of disappointing. I saw this game come up a couple times on a list of the best dice rolling games, and so I was like, well, Dan loves rolling dice. That's, that's like, one of his favorite things dice. to do. Um, it's true, because my pinkies we... work properly. <laughs> <laughs> that's very true. And so when we played it, I was really disappointed to see how, like, light it was. Uh, it's still a perfectly yeah. fine game. And the art's perfectly attractive. The the dice, like you guys said, it's really nice that they have custom dice. Overall, though, it's just a little too light to be fully satisfying. Uh, and I'm going to have to give it a five as well. Five dull butter knives out five of ten. Five seppuku butter knives out of ten. <laughs> uh, Dave, how about you? How many dull butter knives out of ten, not using seven, would you give Age of War? I actually have to go four. Ooh, I think this is faces. a below average game. And it's mostly just because there's so little player agency in this game. Like, you literally pick a thing and then you roll and see if it happens. And like, yeah, you can choose. Do I want to keep my horses or my swords or whatever? But most of the time you don't even have a choice because you just get one or the other. <laughs> uh, like you just either get what you needed. And so you have to use that and then roll the rest of the dice again, or you didn't and you're done. Like it's one, it's one or the other. So I felt like I had very little to do while playing this game outside of the roll the dice and then just see what happened. I didn't feel like I was playing much of the game. And it wasn't fully, but it almost had like a left-right-center vibe where you just don't really have much to do outside of roll the dice and see who wins. Right. I didn't really love that very much. (laughs) Yeah, and it's fine that like the big part, like it goes quick, like your turns are quick, so you're not sitting around watching people roll a ton of dice. But it's not super entertaining. But when it is your turn, like, and you need one roll to get one like sword or something that's always fun but mm-hmm. other than those moments in the game it it doesn't shine it's yeah. like i said it's pretty disappointing i'd say on the on the whole yeah I yeah agree. i think if i'm looking for a fun dice game to play i would almost rather just buy a bag of dice and play liars dice or something like at least i'd be more involved in the game at that point because i'm bluffing and talking but as dice games go it's, it's like definitely the, not in my favorite it's, it's like no, the pinky no finger of dice games oh okay yeah <laughs> i got you uh and then it's let, not that valuable but it's fancy <laughs> yeah it's fancy it looks fancy but it's not i mean it's fine uh, the next time uh, we're together, I'm going to like have you guys tape your stupid pinky to your ring finger, and then we'll see how you do. That's all I'm saying. I'm going to love it. I'm going to be able to pick up everything I need to because nothing I own is over five pounds. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about our last game. Mark actually received the latest expansions for Root. Root Ooh. is a fantastic game that we all love oh very much. Oh, my God. Uh, I was so happy Mar- to see Mar- it arrive. 
Mark, tell us about your expansions that you received. Well, Dan, the Root Underground expansion was released in 2020 by Leader Games. Uh, it was designed by Patrick Leader and Cole Whirl, and the art was done by Kyle Farron. And this is the this is the newest expansion from the heralded game Root, uh, which we have covered on a previous uh, podcast. I think uh, episode six, Bad Boys of Packs. Check, take a listen Ooh. to that if you want our initial <laughs> thoughts about Throwback. that board game. Oh yeah, it's yeah. That's a good, also such a good episode. That is also, a, also, we're super bad boys. Yeah, sorry yeah. about all the names to all of our episodes. Yeah, uh, I regret nothing. <laughs> they, I love bad boys of packs. They honestly sound so great at the time, and then looking back, I'm just like, what are you doing? No, I, no, I still think bad boys of packs <laughs> is the best episode title. Like, it's if better there's... if you know us personally. Because but... <laughs> we're all because good boys. we couldn't be less bad boys. Yeah, because we're, we're like the least boys. bad boys. I would say that good boys. Bad boys. I would say that Bad Boys of Pax is like, if we had a list of essential episodes, that would be one of them. Like, definitely take a Bad Boys of Pax? Yeah, that's on the the random draw essentials list. Um, (laughs) Greatest hits. Yeah, (laughs) that's right. It's uh, it's good. It's real good. So anyway, Root Expansion, basically, uh, this this introduces two new factions to the Root world. Uh, The first is the Underground Duchy, which is the mole folk who basically marshal nobles to their cause by recruiting both squires and knights and all kinds of crazy stuff. I didn't play them, so I don't exactly understand how they function, other than that there's a, a hole where they all live in and then if you approach it with a lizard they all come out and then try to kill the lizard and it's really fun <laughs> um the other new faction, that is what happened <laughs> so the second thing that gets introduced is the uh the second new faction is the covid conspiracy which is like a fun little offshoot of the birds except they're all ravens and crows and they love blowing things up and they're my favorite yeah, they're and i terrorists. love them forever and I will stand for the COVID conspiracy from now until the sun burns out. <laughs> yeah, the uh, COVID conspiracy is that it's, it is that it comes from 5G networks. That's the COVID yeah. conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. They're like... Yes. Very good, David. <laughs> they're like the IRA of the birds. They like, are. Kind they of like really the are, though. Um, they're not afraid to put bear traps down. They're not afraid to blow up like a busy marketplace. They're bad mamba jambas. What can you say, man? Don't mess with the crows. They, they really are. They, yeah, yeah, they're no nonsense. Yeah. What Leader Games does so well is, uh, of course, they do asymmetrical games really well, and they make everything feel so unique. And same thing happens with all these Mm -hmm. expansions. Like, they play so different than every other race that is already in the game. So it's so And yet they still somehow feel balanced. Yeah, that which is so crazy. Yeah, the only the only thing that we decided is ever feels like out of balance is the vagabond, which is kind of interesting in a lot of ways. Yeah, yeah, it really is. The vagabond does always feel out of balance, and it's mostly because I think the vagabond has a way to generate victory points that is too easy. Like if the vagabond just decided that it, he was enemies with everyone <laughs> at the table, then he could mm-hmm. literally just run around and pot shot people with a couple crossbows and guarantee generate a couple victory points every single turn from the very beginning and then just get stronger as the game goes on that would be the case where everybody has to like stop what they're doing and just gang up on the vagabond to like knock him down some yeah but even then it's not really that big of a deal for the vagabond to take some damage if the vagabond has no swords like if they're damaged Mm -hmm. or used you get a plus one on the vagabond so it's just like attacking a building so but it's like 
that's what you have to do. Like you have to knock him down. Yeah. Because you can't just have him running wild. For sure. I mean, I always, I but, always recommend going wild on the vagabond personally. But <laughs> I will say, having been the person who's played the vagabond more than everyone else put together, because we always random draw as it as mm-hmm. we do. But I weirdly seem to keep random drawing the vagabond, which I'm fine with. But I have never won as the vagabond by just playing the straight vagabond. And in fact, until Chris was down from uh, Michigan and played with us, and until I joined his team and we won together, I had never won as the Vagabond because my favorite thing to do as the Vagabond is always hitch my cart to whoever's in last place. Well, I I don't care. Like, that is that is fun. And at the end of the day, I would rather have fun than win. And the most fun thing as the Vagabond is just to join the loser and say, good luck us. <laughs> I think Chris was going to win that game no matter who joined him yeah. or what, because you you yeah, got probably. on there, you got on there right before his engine took off, and it was yeah, like I had I had <laughs> no idea. So he bad was, for all of us, dude. He was like a car that he had hit the accelerator, but it's just got a real slow acceleration, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. And so everyone yeah. else was ahead of him by just a couple of points. And then I hitched my wagon to his car at the perfect time where he was switching gears. <laughs> Suddenly, yeah. Yeah. he and just he, shot in front of everyone. He was the oh, bird. God, it was so and he great. Just, like, he just, we couldn't couldn't beat him. Couldn't knock him down. We couldn't well, get some him of that going to no, he, was, he, he was the underground Dutch. He oh, was yeah, the moles. The, yeah, yeah, the yeah. underground And I feel like a lot of that was us just not knowing at what point the, the mole people go from being scary moles in a hole to being a thing you don't want to trifle with. Yeah. Yeah. Once he flooded um, out of the underground with like yeah. 20 people it was <laughs> crazy it's very crazy well and it was interesting and too because the next game we played i played the underground duchy i played the moles and you guys now knew what to watch for with the moles yeah so my experience playing the moles was very different than chris's experience <laughs> yes yes it's funny because like that's like the first time you introduce a new faction i remember the lizard folk the first time any of us played with those like nobody knew exactly how the lizard folk worked and right then all of a sudden, oh and they won like crazy yeah the same thing happened when uh, Dan played the beavers the first time because we the didn't otters. realize that yeah. handing him our or the otters because handing him our guys all the time. <laughs> We were like, yeah, it'll be fine. This is helping me out, too. And suddenly Dan's like, I get 19 victory points this it's turn. As soon as, it's as soon as I stopped giving them back. Right. That's the, I was like, the no, they, they live here now. Mm. You can't have them back. They live here. The other thing that the new expansion kind of added was uh, two new maps that you can play on. The first being um, Underground Cavern-like type thing that has a spire that you can all fight for, like, you know, King of the Hill, whoever's controlling the the area gets the tower points that particular turn uh and then the other map is a lake that has a ferry that you can take from different parts uh different ports uh there's like little piers that kind of jut out and then for one movement you can sail the ferry from one pier to the other and i feel like we didn't utilize the ferry a whole bunch in our our game together no it didn't really just come to into play like it didn't Mm -hmm. seem to be a a needed thing but it could have also just been the factions that we were playing and where we were (laughs) on the board yeah Yeah. like I, i feel like there was a Couple, like we had a couple like kind of hands-off factions like I, I wonder if like the uh, the Marquis Ducat had been able to use that ferry to better effect there yeah to oh spread yeah out a, whereas like the otters don't to... care at all yeah the otters yeah. just 
swim in the water anyway. It doesn't matter. Yeah, for sure. And then the, the last thing that the new expansion adds was a bunch of new Vagabond, new Vagabond archetypes. I believe they have like an Arbiter now, um, all kinds of different stuff. A bunch of new little meeples too, one for each different Vagabond that you would like to play as. And then uh, they added a whole bunch of new bots in case you either wanted to play a solo, like a solo variant of Root, or uh, against like a, co- a cooperative version of Root where you would play against certain factions too. So it actually like mm. gave you a whole bunch of new stuff for this really amazing game yeah the stuff they come out with like we said it is so balanced and it works so well with just the base game and the the groups that are already out there it it just works so well together it's kind of astounding how they get it all so balanced i'm sure they spend a lot of time doing it but it's i can't wrap (laughs) my head around it is the problem yeah i'm sure the play testing is uh quite intensive i just play it and have fun and lose most of the time (laughs) yeah don't care because the the game is just fun it is mark do you want to tell us more about root do you have info oh i think i started i think i started the whole thing by saying what it was by saying it okay yeah, good yeah. i don't listen to the majority of what you say so i, I mean that's, that's probably why that's I all it. really <laughs> that makes a lot of sense and i advise that for everybody like if i'm talking just to... last time we were hanging out you were trying to plant bombs and clearings and uh so not super i, I, I not take super what you do with a grain of salt yeah, i mean it's not yeah. a really trustworthy it's thing to fun do. i've been watching a lot of tiger king so like i'm all about tannerite <laughs> and high explosives now oh boy oh she definitely killed her husband but also he's crazy and should be in jail yeah oh, i mean it's yeah, all for sure it's all fine those people probably shouldn't be on earth it makes me uh, proud to be from <laughs> oklahoma thank you <laughs> If if we had to put a number to root and its expansion, say I don't know one to ten mm-hmm. of woodland critters, but you can't use seven. How many would you give this, Mark? No brainer. This is to me. If I gave Predaporte a ten, then I absolutely have to give yeah. root a ten. I put those games yeah, yeah. on the exact same level. I love it. Give me all of it. Uh, I will f- give Leader <laughs> Games as much money as they require for the next root expansion. And uh, <laughs> the only regret that I have so far in this life is that I didn't kickstart the root table tabletop role-playing game but it's only because i low-key hated the engine so but i'll still buy yeah. the book i mean i'm still gonna give them money. Uh, i'm just not gonna kickstart it <laughs> you'll still get money don't you worry don't dave worry. mark was so so about root uh how do you feel about root uh root and its expansions uh out of 10 not using i seven. i have to go nine i can't quite go perfect and honestly the biggest problem to me is learning curve and i understand yeah. that that might be an odd thing to knock a game on in general but Like, this game has, as we even mentioned today, a huge learning curve, but it's not just a learning curve for whatever faction you're playing. It's a learning curve for every faction, because oftentimes, when we introduce a new faction, whoever's playing it either loses terribly or wins by a lot because right. the rest of us don't know how they function so we can't right. stop them or yeah i don't know how to, or they have know no idea what you. they're doing yeah and they play it terribly and so it ends up being a game that's yes it's fun to play but the first time you play a new faction whether it's you or someone else playing a new faction you are just so lost and i can't count how much of the games that i spend with one of you doing something and then me sitting there going okay I didn't know you could do that. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And like yeah. that's that's a very common thing to happen in this game. But at the same time, it's so much fun. Mm-hmm. So I I really can't knock it. I'm not for a second saying it's not a good game. It is a blast. I have had fun every single time that I've played Root. And I have won, I think, exactly one time out of probably <laughs> yeah, 10 plus yeah. games of Root. And exactly. it is, is a blast is of a game. I also experienced my first win and it does not change my opinion of the game at all. Like, <laughs> nope, not at all. But I do think the learning curve is very, 
very steep. And so I just can't quite go 10. Yeah, I'm also going to go 9. I love Root, and I I really enjoy it. Uh, my biggest hit on Root it is downtime. There, mm. it, And the higher it goes, the, the more player count. Like, this plays up to, what, like six players or something like that? Uh, the yeah, downtime six with, is like the cap. Yeah, the downtime on that, it could can get crazy and especially if you you're playing with some real thinkers that are gonna analyze every move that they can make like it might be a little bit in between your next turn so it, it's kind of the downtime with four is pretty solid yeah. yeah and that's that's my biggest hit on a lot of games because if my downtime is extensive i i'm always going to knock the game for that just because like i want to play the actual game and if there's nothing for me to do in between rounds obviously i'm paying attention because i'm going to try to win despite what my win record says i'm doing i <laughs> <laughs> I I want to actually play the game. So that's my biggest knock. But even that is like I, I'm kind of willing to sacrifice it in Root because it's such a fun game to play. And it's like definitely the best like war game we play. And we play a, a lot of games. It's a good like game. It. Root's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Go give them your money. Yeah. Give yeah, all of the I, money yeah. to leader games and just be happy. Just be happy with just your send him, Just send him a check every month. <laughs> like uh, yeah. <laughs> Like they're your your child, and someone else yeah. lives with them, and you have to send them a fund. Uh, I just <laughs> signed do... them over my entire stimulus check. I mean, that's how that's I. That's a good it. idea. Yeah. That's a good idea. Uh, let's do one final thing before we get out of here tonight. Let's do our our topic, which is something we do every week. We just pick a subject and we talk about it, and it's always obviously to do with gaming. So this week. We're going to talk about, we all know that we're quarantined here, so we're kind of all stuck inside. So we're limited on face-to-face board gaming. Of course, I, I play some with my wife. I'm sure you guys uh, play with your significant others as well. Mm-hmm. They're not going to want to play as much as I want to play. And that's, and that's a problem. Yeah, that is for sure. <laughs> well, and also they want to do things like go to work and sleep, uh, so which dumb. is very frustrating. It's yeah, so yeah. dumb. So what we're going to talk about a little bit tonight is uh, different ways uh, to get out there and kind of scratch that gaming itch. And, and we have a couple ideas. And I'm sure people are, have been toying with this. But if you need a little push, we'll, we'll get you there. I, I think the first thing that comes to mind is like solo gaming. And I'm not... I'm not a huge solo gamer, but in this time of need, I'll call it, I I have been <laughs> toying with some solo gaming. And it's not terrible. I don't love it, but it is it's definitely if I feel like playing a board game and I can't find another way to do it, this is a, a good way to to knock out some solo game. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so <laughs> I actually played a solo board game okay. this week. What'd you play? Oh, what'd you play? So I played Hand of Fate, which so Hand of Fate is a oh, originally it was an Xbox 360 game that I played um, back I don't know probably like seven eight years ago which was a lot of fun so I had kickstarted the board game Hand of Fate when it came out and so I played it with Candy a couple of times a lot of fun and I was thinking about that and then I noticed when on Xbox they put out Hand of Fate 2 a new video game so I actually pulled out my Hand of Fate board game and played the solo version which is a pretty big version. You can actually play three different ways with that board game. You can play solo, you can play co-op, or you can play competitive, which is pretty unique in a board game, actually, to have all three options. It was a lot of fun, but at the same time, I freely admit, the whole time I was playing, I was just like, man, I miss playing board games with my friends. Yeah. I, it was yeah. fun. I did enjoy myself. But at the end of the day, I got into this hobby because I like playing board games with my friends. Not right. because I want to sit at a table and play by myself. 
And so, like, my wife is a nurse who works overnights, and so she was just sleeping. So it was the perfect super quiet activity <laughs> that, I don't know, annoyed my dog a little bit because he just kept poop poking me. <laughs> but as much as it was fun, it did not scratch my board game itch. Because so, the itch is not to play a game. The itch is to play with my friends. So what yeah. I always used to say is, like, oh, I'd just rather play a video game. And I kind of take that back now because I have all the time in the world to play video games. And there's just some times where I don't want to be looking at a screen anymore. Like, I just want to do something. Yeah. Yeah. So that's when I. I, That's exactly why I did it. Yeah. So I was like, let me get out a board game. Let me. I mean, I have so many board games. Like, a lot of them have solo variants. So I'm trying to get through some of them. and, And we'll talk about that at some point. But. I mean, that's a, a good way to get into it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like, personally, unfortunately for me, like, my life hasn't really changed that much. I'm still... Yeah, Mark's still uh, got to work like a sucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still, like, working a, a fairly... <laughs> I'm still working a ton of hours right now. So for me, like, having the ability to, like, take some time and really, like, set up a board game and play, like, a solo version of a board game is kind of a luxury that I don't necessarily have right now. I've been turning more towards uh, electronic uh, devices for that sort of stuff. So, like, the big thing mm. that I've started playing a lot of that I, I can't get enough of is Slay the Spire, which I think is available on a ton of different platforms. It's yep. a um, yeah, deck board builder. game. Yeah, it, it is a video game that is a pure deck builder. And I, if anybody who's listened to this to me in the past knows that I'm a, de- I'm a deck building skeptic, uh, I don't believe that they exist as a thing or a concept, and I would never, I would well, never proclaim 5G. that they even exist. Really, yeah, it's the five G. But unfortunately, since five G has come and caused this whole Corona thing, it also has spawned death <laughs> into my life. And Slay the Spire is such. I feel the need to just say, to be clear, we're joking. We <laughs> yeah, don't, we don't yes, believe yes. that. <laughs> we don't actually I, believe. I'm that. looking forward to five G, Daddy. I can't wait for 5G Daddy to free me from the burden of slow load times, personally speaking. But yeah, um, yeah like I don't Slay care what it gives is an me. Excellent deck building game. Yeah, exactly. I can't wait. Please, please come, come 5G Daddy. I can't wait for you. But yeah, like that has been like a really nice, like it kind of sort of scratches that board game itch. It's not the same, um, obviously, because it's a solo, and B, like it's not you guys hanging out at a table with me. But it has, like, sort of taken the edge off of the whole I want to play a board game. And it's given me, uh, to be honest, a, b- a greater appreciation of deck building as a genre. So, you know, oh, good, good on that game. It's a breakthrough then. Yeah, I, I've, I've been evangelized. I, I like it. <laughs> give, give me deck builder. Another way that I've been uh, playing some, some board games is online. So we I use Tabletop Simulator, and I, I play with some people. And so there's there's two major there's a bunch of them out there but the two major ones people people are talking about now is table to, to, tabletop topia and uh, tabletop simulator. So tabletop simulator is uh, you can get it through Steam. It's usually twenty bucks, but they have it on sale all the time. And then once you're in there, it runs off of the Steam servers, which is good because they're load tested and they're they're good. They're stable, so um, you don't have a lot of slowdown. And then once you're in there. You can pay for some premium content. Uh, certain companies put out games on there. But what is really awesome is they have the Steam Workshop. So people can upload games on there. And so just about any game you can think of is is there for you to use and play. It works really well. Some of the controls are finicky, and it, it takes some getting used to. I don't have a lot of experience with Tabletopia. It, it's web-based, and it's free. But the problem with being web-based is since it's not set up like on Steam servers, it can experience a lot of lag during like peak times. 
Yeah. I was yeah, just going mean, to say, I imagine the connections can... with other players are kind of, like, inst- instable. Yeah, it, I mean, it can be. If you're playing in off-peak times, then you're, you'll be fine. But it, that's mm-hmm. the biggest knock on it. But it is free, and it has a ton of games on there, too. And so this is, I don't think you can really go wrong anyway, but those are a couple ways where you can get out there and experience games. And again, it's not the exact thing of sitting around, but you do get to talk with people online and um, we use Discord mm-hmm. for it. So we talk on Discord and we play the game on the tabletop simulator. Again, it's not exactly like playing a board game, but it is something. And we pl- we actually played Root on it a yeah. couple times and it, I mean, it worked pretty well. And that's a big thing. Like if you know the mm-hmm. rules of the games, it helps a little bit. But it, it is yeah, a functional yeah, way to a play a game online. Yeah, it's not it's not bad. It's not again, it's not playing in person, but it is playing a game. But these are these are hard times. Yeah. This is like You get what yeah. you get. I mean the world you what you gotta do. The world is Dusty Roads and the coronavirus is Ric Flair. Oh boy. And the coronavirus has yeah. put the hard times <laughs> on Dusty Roads. Yeah, uh, I can see that happening. Yeah. I can see how that would happen. Watch 90s wrestling too while you're at it. <laughs> So it's good. fantastic. I have been watching <laughs> 90s wrestling, and it's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, um, I, bet, I bet. Oh, it's so good. So I have to say, also, a thing that we've done together is actually uh, continue our D&D campaign as a group. That's uh, the three of us, and then Dan and I's wives, uh, Amber and Candy. It worked perfectly and was a ton of fun, and we just used Zoom. I will say that we, as a group, do not play very tactically, so we didn't really need to have dudes on a board or much of a map or anything mm-hmm. like that we tend to very theater of the mind our D sessions anyway so just playing over that worked just fine for our group but and we have the free version we had to restart our session every 45 minutes or whatever it is <laughs> oh, yeah it was because the, that was the worst part about the entire thing is i'd be like mid-sentence and then I'd realize that nobody else could hear a single word I was saying. And I, I always did my best work. It was always like uh, at the most that, like climactic point, too. Yeah, you can't prove yeah, that, It was Mark. always you right when something that. was happening. I think you're... <laughs> Theater of the mind. Theater of the mind. Yeah, it was crazy. It was always at the worst part. And I was and I would always be shocked when it happened. It would be, Mark would be talking, it shuts off, and I'm like, what happened? No, what happened? Computer. And you well, would think that so one weird. of us what? would have been smart enough to just start a timer. But no, yeah, you would. None need of us ever did that. You would need what a good DM for that. And I, if anything, am not a good DM. I like to be surprised by things. <laughs> right. I don't care what that thing is. But as much of a minor inconvenience as that was, we sat around for what, like four hours, because we restarted four sessions. Yeah. I want to say four or five yeah. sessions. So I believe it was we like a solid close to four hours, and we played till about nine thirty. Yeah. Yeah, and it yeah. was a ton of fun, and uh, of fine. course, being us as a group, like we also had a lot of jokes. We also, you know, would take pauses to go. Uh, Dan was making cakes or something, and like, yeah, it's not like you don't have to worry because we know each other so well. It's not like I have to worry about someone uh, lying about a role or something. Like we're gonna be honest about what happened, just because we yeah, know each yeah. other so well. And there's no reason. There's no reason for that, so it w- it just works so easily. And Mark had an online mm-hmm. dice roller if we needed, but I mean, I like rolling dice, and I know Dave likes to try to roll dice. Yeah, I, I like uh, accidentally <laughs> catching the dice on my pinky, not being able yeah. to get it out of my own hand for some weird reason, and then eventually yeah, dropping it so that it rolls below a five. I really likes- do like that. <laughs> Dave likes hitting it with the old razzle dazzle on the way down. Yeah, he's Dude, like the Harlem Globetrotter dice rolling. Dude, and Candy was rolling like 
18 oh to 20s the entire night. It was nuts. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> yeah, it was stone cold, yeah, man. But I, I, mean, hope that, I hope that trend continues for you. <laughs> but I was just saying, there's definitely ways to get out there and connect with people and, and experience games. And we, I mean, it's hard times right now, obviously. We're all uh, in the same boat, kind of stuck at home. And we'd love to be together and play games and, and get back to normal. But until it's safe to do that, like there's definitely ways to do it. Just a little research or ask a friend or, or join a forum or anything. You can get out there and play games still. Just not as good. Yeah, it's not going to be <laughs> not ideal. Not as well. <laughs> but it, yeah. it is going to be a game. Yeah, it's something. It's better than nothing, yeah. that's for sure. Words of Did wisdom, Did we do Daniel. it? Is that our Words episode? Words of wisdom. Yeah, I think, I'm a guy. No, I think that's probably about it. Yeah, we did an episode online. <laughs> Fingers I crossed. Here. We'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so for those of I'll us... ed- I'll start editing and see yeah. if this turns yeah. out. Yeah. For <laughs> so those of you who have kind of been wondering, like where we've been, like you, like you would not believe the troubles that we've had trying to come up with a way to record an episode <laughs> for you guys. I yeah, I don't understand how people just do this online all the time. We couldn't, we couldn't yeah. figure it out. We just couldn't do it. Right. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, the best yeah, part is but... the best part is I work in technology for a living and Dave is a sound engineer and we cannot figure this out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you would think between the two of our skill sets this yeah. should not have been as difficult as it was to figure out. <laughs> if you ever mm-hmm. think like oh those guys uh, aren't really as incompetent as they make out, but no we are. We like we're no. really that yeah, way. Absolutely. Yeah, know that this is the second time we've recorded this exact episode. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> if you're hearing this right now, then that means we did it. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> if that's not stuff. worth if that's not worth the rate and review, I don't know what is. <laughs> so it- And to that I say Cheers. Uh, I'm drinking a Brimminghorn blueberry mead right now during this episode. So I, sadly I missing out on some Brimminghorn D&D. Yeah. Cheers to them too. For yep, sure. The official yeah, meat of the Random Draw podcast. <laughs> yeah, for sure. If there was an official if, anything. If there was an, yeah, if there was an official anything, that would be it. Uh, but if you guys ever have That's any questions, the closest questions, we've come feel, to a sponsorship deal. <laughs> feel free to yeah, shoot us an true. email at random draw, uh, random draw podcast at g. I forgot our email address. randomdrawpodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> uh, check us out at Instagram, uh, random draw board game podcast underscores in between each word. Uh, check out Mark runs our Facebook page over there. Mark, what is it? Uh, you go to facebook.com, hit the magnifying glass, and search for at random draw pod. And I'll be there, like, in the spare time that I have right now, uh, sort of, like, trying to dodge as much uh, politicized corona coverage as I can. I want to talk about board games. I'm so tired of hearing about people not wearing masks or washing their hands or living like people. Please, for the love of God, (laughs) talk about board games. I'm so done with everything on that platform. Uh, You guys are the only reason I'm still on it. So by all means, like, please shoot me a message and let's talk about something fun for a change. Yep, and he does a great job over there, so definitely interact. That's the best way to interact with us through uh, Facebook for sure. And then if you guys, um, just wherever you listen, give us a a star or a thumbs up or whatever stupid rating system these things use, and uh, just give us a review and and subscribe. That's the best way to know when things are going to come out, especially in times like this. So, but if we figure this out, and if you, it'll be more consistent. Yeah, yeah. If this, if you're hearing this right now, then know in two weeks we'll put out another episode. Yeah, absolutely. We'll do it again. Absolutely. <laughs> we'll do it again, and we'll be here for you, 
our lovely little creatures <laughs> that download. For you. For you. <laughs> Friends theme song. Yeah. So, oh so thanks, guys. Stay safe um, and uh, good hey, doing it. Yes, Steve. Hey, if you've uh, figured out a way or been playing uh, some games online in unique platforms or ways oh, during yeah. this time where we're all separated, let us know. We'd love to hear about your experience and uh, maybe try them out ourselves. Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, Dave, the that more we like hear from people, the better. Call to action. Oh, boy. I, I, I hate everything know. about I, yeah, what Mark I said. I don't know about do, that. Do what I said because you want to, yeah. not because not of pound sign. Don't do things uh, Mark says. Call to action. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it. Episode keep you, keep you pinkies. Episode twenty six. <laughs> we did it. It's in the books, right? Yeah. Nice. Well do done, we, guys. Do we push stop now? Yeah, you can push stop. Do we? Now. Can I just say that I miss you guys a lot. I miss you all, and I'm gonna give every single one of you the biggest hug. Like, prepare yourselves. Bye. And now for something completely different. I'm gonna watch uh, the gentleman. The gentleman. Ooh. What is that? Yeah, that's that's from your boy that did uh, the guy that kills people with a carrot. What's that movie? Oh, <laughs> uh, the jo- yeah, that the was uh, that was shoot him up. <laughs> yeah, uh, guy oh, guy Ritchie, right? No, that was I don't know who shoot him up was done by, but uh, oh, never guy mind. Ritchie, this is Guy Ritchie. Yeah, Guy Ritchie did Snatch. Yeah, Snatch. This is, I like that movie. Yeah, I do too. I like Snatch. A lot uh, yeah, too. this has got this has got a ton of famous people in it. I guess it just came out in 2020, but it's available to watch like, yeah it's for um, money it's got jacks teller in it right it does have jacks teller in it yeah <laughs> dan he's right yeah, through it, this I, world looks, all alone oh man that's a run through this world that's a fine looking man that jacks teller <laughs> he's a good looking gentleman you know what else i like that yeah i also like that board game i uh, i also like the sons of anarchy board game yeah mark I've, never played it i've right? never played it i own it and it's just never I, I don't just you never have an expansion it. don't you no. have an expansion we've never played no i just have the regular version it was like 12 dollars online or something like yeah, that when i got it well i okay <laughs> uh, next time next time i'm allowed to see you in person i'll gladly play it <laughs> yeah 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 why not let's let's do it one of us can be the bastards the other one can be the mayans the other ones can yep, be the, mayans. the uh sons of anarchy the sons uh there's i feel like there's one there more i'm gonna be the daughters motorcycle band right think so sure? i snakes. don't remember <laughs> yes the cobras they're the on a plane snakes. though <laughs> Oh, I was thinking of Cobra Kai, actually. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, They're very against crane kicks and competition. <laughs> uh, I also watched The Last Rambo. Oh, yeah? Whatever it's called. Uh, Last yeah. Blood? Sure. Yeah, I think it is called Last Blood. That's of course it's stupid. called Last Blood. You know what? Blood. That actually makes sense. No, because yeah, First Blood was so. the first Rambo. The First Blood it's, was the, the first it's, Blood. It's... Um, it's like what you think it'd be. It's like old Rambo. Yeah. I, I was going to say, is <laughs> is he looking uh, a little rough now? Yeah. His face looks like it's melting. <laughs> <laughs> like That's he always so had the slooping, sloping lip. Now it just yeah. looks like he continually has a worse stroke every year. <laughs> yeah, he's still like a really big guy, like strong and muscular. But um, like he's so old, but his face looks melty. Yeah, yeah. Like he's his body's like... A, a young man's body, but that that face is something else right now. Yeah, it's weird. And he like goes up against the cartel, like a mm-hmm. Mexican drug cartel or something like that. It's um, you know. I've heard that movie is like low key <laughs> racist. What's the story there, Dan? Is it I against who? Uh, Mexicans, I believe. Uh, no, against people with strokes. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I didn't very think it was racist. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think it was racist. I, I mean, I the drug cartel was the bad guys, but that doesn't make them racist. Like drug cartels are bad people. Yeah, I think I think I'd be inclined <laughs> to agree that. with that hot take. Is that drug, t- drug <laughs> I, cartels are bad? Yeah, yeah. Uh, call me crazy, but I think drug cartels are are bad people in general. <laughs> Yeah. What a hot take you've come up with. So on a scale of one <laughs> okay. to ten bricks of cocaine, but you can't use okay. seven bricks of cocaine, okay. how would Am you I rate ju- drug cartels? <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, wait, what's good in this scale? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Just like I, our old scale when we started this podcast, it doesn't make sense. Because <laughs> I think that they are 10 bricks of cocaine because that is their profession. But I don't yeah. think that's good. When it, when it comes to actual but selling I also drugs, they're like a bad. 10. Yeah. 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 They're excellent at dealing drugs, but yeah. bad for the general public. I can see that. Like on a scale of good guys, like if we're doing good guys, I'd put them at like a two. So let's assume that we are 10 in this scenario of good guys. Okay. Oh, okay. So now I, rank the, but... now I rank the cartel closer to a four, don't I? Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I've if, lowered the bar. Just if we are scale. 10, yeah, then there are like a five at least. You've absolutely, <laughs> you've absolutely displaced the score by putting us in the equation, Dave. I have to imagine that there's some drug cartels out there like feeding villages, like for doing acts of good. And that's more than what I'm doing. <laughs> you know, I've actually seen like drug cartels um, kidnapping medical professionals with vaccines and then forcing them to like vaccinate their entire village for free. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. their villages need to be vaccinated. I mean, like, what do you gotta do? Tell the guy with the large rifle no? Like, I would do it. Yeah. You would? You'd stand up to him? Yeah. No, 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 no. This ain't ain't El Mariachi, my friend. Like, you do what the drug cartel (laughs) says. Yeah, I get it. Like, at some point, you're unlawful neutral, you know? Yeah. (laughs) You're not fully unlawful evil. Uh, I also watched another movie, because this is what I do with all my time. Um, What else is there to do? This is the perfect I don't remember the name of it. Yeah, it it had Michael B. Jordan and Jamie Foxx in it. That was, like, the stars. And... uh, Two watched uh, the Lego Movie Part Two. Oh God! <laughs> yeah, no, it wasn't exactly like was that. Was that it? No, wasn't that? Uh, I don't but think Michael so. Michael B. Jordan plays a, a lawyer that helps get people off of death row. But oh, the, yeah, that, the uh, craziest Mercy. That's called Mercy. Yeah, it's called Mercy. It was really good. That's on my two um, watch list. It's based on a true story. Oh, really? It's based on a true story. It was really, really good. The lawyer that plays him grew up in Milton, Delaware. Uh, yeah, I did hear oh, that. That's awesome. I, I had heard that from a reliable source. Yeah, in the, begin- right the, in the beginning, us. it was like like he was just graduating college, and it says, like, Sussex County, Delaware. And I was mm-hmm. like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> I had yeah. to rewind it. <laughs> I have a friend who did a showing, and that guy was at the showing of that movie. Like, they did, like, a special screening. Oh, really? Yeah, of that oh. movie. Oh, like the guy who it's based on. Yeah. Well, it seems like if that guy was on a scale of 1 to 10 for good guys, he would be a 10 for yeah, sure. That guy's, that guy's a solid dime. That's what we call a dime in this movie. He's doing he, good work. And he's yeah. dropped the cartel back to, like, a 3. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I think he dropped the cartel to, like, a 1 and Rambo's somewhere around a 5. I mean, Rambo's killed a lot of people. I don't know if he qualifies That's the as problem. a 5. Yeah. Like this, well, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of man's laughter. He's killed there. less than the cartels, but he killed a lot yeah, of but, bad guys. I mean, yeah, he also they drew first blood. It's not his fault. That's true. They they true. did Dave's draw first point. blood. Yeah, you, you got a solid point there, Dave. They did draw first blood. Yeah, so oh, it's kind of their fault. 
You know, uh, let me tell you. So I actually did watch last night the Lego Movie Part Two, uh-huh. <laughs> and and let me tell you, did you know the? Did you guys see Part One, like the Lego Movie? I've seen them both. Uh, I saw that Lego yes. Batman too, because I'm a shill. Oh man, I know. <laughs> you know what? I saw it too, and that was pretty funny actually. But they in Lego Movie Two, they have the the same song like everything is awesome, everything is cool when you're part of a team. Except they redid it, so now it's everything's not awesome. And it's all about, like, meeting realistic expectations in life. <laughs> I was uh, like, wow. That's we- too close to home. Dave, I've got bad news for you. We're going to have to cut all that out because we're going to get a letter from, like, Warner Brothers. Oh, they're yeah, too busy. I don't care about Like a cease yeah. and desist. If someone from like- Warner Brothers listens, my answer will just be, okay. All right. Yeah. All right, okay, we'll I'll give you a cut talk about it again. <laughs> yeah. I guess we won't talk about Lego movies again. Yeah. You got us. Game over, man. Game-